control, we are go for spitballing. Three, two, one, here we go. Welcome to the Spitballing with Ecom Elite Podcast. Spending time dropping knowledge from luxury locations all around the world. It's seven figure entrepreneurs, Todd Snidely and Chris Keefe. For the inside scoop on how to really obtain freedom through e-commerce. Get ready to learn how to make money online with your hosts, Todd and Chris. So let's get started. Hey everybody, it's Todd, and welcome to another episode of Spitballing with Ecom Elite. Uh, Chris is in Providence, Rhode Island right now. He's doing a an event, actually uh, some sort of uh, Amazon Seller Mastermind. He's meeting some players in that arena and gathering some more golden nugget knowledge for all of us. And for those of you watching this on YouTube, this is normally our audio podcast, <laughs> but somebody suggested, hey, why don't you do some uh, vlogging, some video blogging, use the audio in the podcast channel and uh, put the video up on YouTube. And we're happy to take those suggestions and implement them. Um, I don't have a lot for you to look at today, though, other than me. So if you're watching the video portion of this, you're just seeing my messy office. <laughs> and uh, no comments on that, please. Okay. Anyway, um, today I just really wanted to touch base on the fact that uh, the other day Chris and I did a webinar where we finally disclosed our secret project that we've been working on for some time now, which is not only um, how we've been successful selling in the Amazon Custom program and how we're going to train people to do that, but the fact that we've created an entire uh, manufacturing facility to produce these print-on-demand custom items, right? So, you know, how does that even happen? I mean, how do you make that kind of a, a decision? And so today's podcast, I just wanted to take a few minutes to kind of walk you through that thought process. Um, it's, it's uh, I don't know, it's one of those processes where, you know, we just kind of follow the rabbit down the hole sometimes. And it all started when I was doing some product research on personal, well, actually just pet products. I was looking at dog collars specifically and ran across some personalized dog collars on Amazon. And I'm like, personalized? How, how did they do that? I noticed that there was no buy box, just a, you know, a customized now type of a button. So that piqued my curiosity. And I, I started learning everything that I could about the Amazon custom program, number one. And then number two, well, how do we get these custom items actually produced and sent to the customer? All right. So that was actually the more interesting part of, of the project because I quickly learned that the Amazon custom program is really going to be the next hot thing in Amazon as far as I'm concerned. And the reason that it hasn't exploded so far, I, I believe, is one of two things. One, the people using the custom program aren't, they're not great marketers, right? And number two, the facilities that are available to produce these items aren't necessarily geared towards Amazon sellers. Uh, I'll give you a perfect example. Um, coffee mugs are really popular on Amazon, especially fourth quarter. Not so much during the summer, right? I mean, um, 
the fourth quarter. And when we looked at the time, the lead times, non-fourth quarter, most print-on-demand facilities are five to seven days to print the mug, and then, of course, they have to ship it. Well, that's crazy if you're an Amazon seller, right? Your buyers are used to that Prime program and getting stuff you know, sent out and received in two days. Fourth quarter, it gets even worse. The average print-on-demand facility for a coffee mug was running 20 days. Well, obviously, that's because they don't scale for the season. They, they don't want to invest in the equipment and the personnel year-round just to be able to meet that fourth quarter demand. So we saw that as a, a huge inefficiency. And it was not only a limitation of technology, but also equipment and the capital that these companies had. So we figured we could greatly improve on that. But in order to prove, do proof of concept, we decided to start with um, an embroidery machine. Now, I don't know if you... <laughs> I, I've never stitched anything in my life. I think I, maybe with a needle and a thread when I was in the Air Force, I had to sew on my, my rank a couple of times on some uniforms, which you know, I didn't do a great job of. But um, So I, I know nothing about embroidery or sewing. And um, so it was quite an education for me. I spent a lot of time online uh, learning about the differences between a home machine and a commercial embroidery machine. Uh, I talked to people in the industry who had actually you know, purchased uh, used equipment and refurbished it, so they had a really good idea of who made the good stuff. I went to uh, stores like Joanne Fabric, and I spoke to the, uh, the nice women in the embroidery departments there to get their take on the differences between a home machine and a commercial embroidery machine and learned what I needed to learn to make a decision on purchasing a machine. So we decided to actually buy um, a very nice machine. I want to say it cost probably around $11,000. And by the way, um, I always tend to buy new, especially when we're getting into projects like this. And the reason is I like warranties. I generally don't buy extended warranties but I like warranties. And so I knew if there was anything that was going to go wrong with that machine in the first year or whatever, it was going to be taken care of. We had tech support that we could call. There was a customer service department that we could contact if we needed help. And the fact of the matter that we had never run a machine like this before you know, made that pretty attractive to us. So the machine arrived. Um, I decided I was going to set it up learn everything about the machine, learn how to operate it myself for no other reason than the fact, well, okay, don't tell, don't tell anyone. I thought it'd be fun. <laughs> <All right. laughs> I'm not a real creative person along those lines. I don't do hobbies like that where you actually make stuff, um, unless you count my RC helicopter building, you know, making stuff. But the fact of the matter is I, I wanted to learn how to do this uh, so that I could understand the process. Right. I don't know how many other business owners, you know, go to, go to that extent, but it's what I wanted to do. So once once I learned how to operate the machine and the, the stitch digitizing software and had the complete idea of how long it should really take to make something like a personalized dog collar, we went ahead and uh, created our listing on Amazon. 
Um, lots of parent-child variations because you got different size collars, different colors of collars, different colors of thread. So it was probably one of the most extensive custom listings that, that you can make um, on Amazon. And it was the very first one we did, kind of, you know, trial by fire. So all of that went really well. And we eventually ended up hiring our first um, uh, operator, you know, who actually had experience uh, with, with that uh, type of uh, product, you know, the embroidery, uh, professional seamstress, and moved into the next um, type of uh, custom production, and that was sublimation. And this was another huge learning curve because, again, you're not just having, you know, something uh, produced. You're talking about buying all of the equipment to not only produce these things, but do it quickly with the highest quality and get these things shipped out to uh, third-party customers. Because, we, again, we weren't only thinking at that time about doing this for ourselves as sellers on Amazon, but we wanted to be able to offer the services to other professional Amazon sellers. So we learned a ton, and what we really discovered is that a lot of the print-on-demand companies out there right now are using older technology, older equipment. And this is why there was such a, a difference in uh, how the samples would look. I mean, we would place orders with all these different print-on-demand, get their items in, sent every single one the same print file, and the, the difference in results was startling to us. So we made sure that the type of uh, equipment that we bought, uh, the software that we were using, the printer drivers, the ink, everything was top shelf. Just We, we weren't going to skimp on this. We didn't want every, anybody to do what we did, which is like order one from everybody and then look at ours and, and decide it wasn't the best. If you were to order something from every print-on-demand facility and then one from ours, you would say, wow, theirs is the best. And there's reasons for this. Like I already said, just the quality of the ink, the printer, the paper, um, even even the equipment that's applying the pressure and heat uh, to make the sublimation process work is important. And, of course, the operator. You need somebody that cares, by the way. <laughs> okay? I mean, we looked at uh, reviews that people were leaving on, on other print-on-demand facilities and it was obvious just that the simplest uh, quality control procedures would have eliminated so many issues that these companies had. So in any event, so we invested now a time of money, uh, I'm sorry, a ton of money and time and energy into learning the sublimation business, which allows you not only to do coffee mugs, but a ton of other types of blanks. Now you can sublimate on clothing too, but it's not a high quality process like other printing processes. And um, after we got the sublimation process under our belt and learned all of those processes, we did in fact move on to apparel. We also moved on to uh, laser engraved items. And um, I'm running out of time right now, um, but we'll pick this up again and we'll talk more about these other processes and uh, on our marketing tests and why we are just flat out so excited about being able to do these items now on Amazon and uh, show people how to rank, how to actually rank for the keywords because uh, the other people in custom and, and even like the merch program with apparel, 
this is where they're falling down. And we're going to show you how to how to be able to step right into that huge vacuum and uh, make a ton of money. Thank you.